week exploring the League of Legends lore from A to Z. My name is Rebecca. And I'm John. And my name is Mark. And today we're talking about The Might of Demacia, Garen, who was released April 27th, 2010. I thought he was one of the originals. I thought he was too, actually. Yeah. Just the just the face. They released him and they were like, <laughs> this is a face that people are going to want to see. We'll stick him on everything. This is the one. This dumb looking <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> I disagree, Riot, but go off. <laughs> I was just going to say, for impression, y'all just want to do Demacia? Y'all just we want to do a group oh, Demacia? Shit. Yeah. On Ooh, three? all together? <laughs> yeah. One, two, three. Demacia! Demacia! <laughs> I really wanted to do Lux's Demacia. That was so close. Oh, yeah. Or we could do Nars Demacia. Come on, Leo! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is that what that is? That's so fucking cute. Oh, I cannot wait until next week. He'll probably be way more interesting. Uh, so Garen has a bio. Uh, he's part of the Lux comic. It is linked to his lore page, although he's in it very little. And we'll try to only talk about his parts because it's mainly about Lux because it's called Lux. And his parts are pretty golden. <laughs> we our discord <laughs> had some screenshots of just the dumbest garen quotes alive and i can't wait to hear john's favorite because i apparently missed it i was really skimming by the end of that one uh there are also two short stories linked on his page although one of them is mostly about lux so i really really skimmed that one i don't have anything and then there is a whole ass novella called garen the first shield yeah. Oh, I think just for shield. Oh, know? just for shield. Okay. And in following the theme of Garen's stories not being fully about Garen, <laughs> I would say probably like a little more than a third of this is <laughs> is Garen. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> Which I'm actually very grateful for because that made it easier to get through. <laughs> yeah, I knew going into this he would not be your cup of tea. I it's he's like, not your archetype. No, he's not my archetype, <laughs> and I wasn't pleasantly surprised anywhere. We'll try to get that out of the way real quick. Dar- Darius, I was very pleasantly surprised, and it's funny because when I was reading Garen's novella, I was seeing so many parallels with Darius, which is super interesting that they could create these two characters who have a lot of parallels, um, and that like one of them isn't necessarily more heroic or villainous than the other, and that's really hard to do, and I think that they did a good job there, but... How is he not nearly as interesting as Darius? I don't know. Well, uh, oh, Mark, give me the answer. Unless you love Garen, I didn't love Garen. I think there's potential. I think we kind of pointed out talking about the the novella is that he's not really he doesn't really star in his own stories, right? I think the most (laughs) interesting the most interesting one for me was the short story that the soldier and the hag, yeah. um, Because it wasn't the story I was expecting. It was neat. Mm -hmm. Um, And then the novella. Okay, it's like. I was complaining to Sarah a bit. I was like, okay, Lux is gone. He's been tethered to Lux the whole fucking time. Lux is finally gone. It's its name's in the title. And what do they do? They bring in Cythria. And Cythria is our protagonist to me. Which is, you know, whatever. I don't know. We can talk about it. It's a. But then call it something can, else. Or I don't know. It was very strange. They don't know how to make Garen a protagonist is what it feels like. I think like. that's it. Yeah. He's, he's too much of like, he's a military man. Mm-hmm. He does what he's told. And he's good at his job. Um, and like none of those really work together to create like interesting yeah. thing. <laughs> I mean, there's yeah. like, like Mark said, there's potential there mostly with lots, I think in that relationship. So then when she went away, you're like, well, I guess what does he do? I, I don't know. So real quick, I mean, Demacia or Noxus, does anyone have big, strong feelings either way? 
do you mean in terms of like which just which who you would you side with i guess who would i side with oh, oh depends man. if i had magic or not <laughs> that's a good fucking point am i just me am i just a random asshole i don't know just sitting <laughs> sitting in your chair <laughs> right i'm not strong enough to survive in noxus and yeah I, I would just be a nobody in demacia let's be honest <laughs> probably demacia <laughs> but i'd be alive oh, but probably <laughs> Except shit's going real wild over there right now, so right. I don't know if I want to be there. have to join the military? They joined military pretty early there. <laughs> in Demacia? Compuls- yeah. They yeah probably wasn't have he like 14 when service. he joined or something? 12. 12. 12. <laughs> I like how, okay. It's like a Pokemon trainer. I really... <laughs> <laughs> You're 12 hey, you gotta catch them all, to right? the military. <laughs> I was really thinking like, okay, maybe we'll have a discussion about the pros and cons of Demacia versus Noxus. But no, you were like, well, how does this pertain to my ass and where I'm sitting? Hey, man. <laughs> does that mean I'm automatically Noxus? <laughs> I mean, I suppose. Runeterra is a terrifying fucking place to live yeah. in, right? If you're a normal ass dude. Or lady. And it's like, I just don't want to get fucking squished or something, man. I was man. more just thinking, not where would you want to live, but like if there was a story and they're going to war, who would you side with? You're oh, just okay. here. You're just you. Mm. <laughs> You're not in Runeterra. I don't know. I didn't say that. I, I, don't, I don't know. know I got really thought. scared. <laughs> the idea that I was going to go live in Runeterra freaked me out. Why are you sending me to Runeterra? I'm not in What did I do? <laughs> Remember, so before we even started recording, we're like, well, there's we're a lot We're not going to get off on tangents today, <laughs> for sure. we got to be careful. But anyway, uh, yeah. who, should we do the bio? Sure. Sure. It's, it's, really, it's really straightforward. He's a sword boy. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. He's, he's Garen Crownguard. Um, I think we've mentioned that before, but that's his family name. Um, got an aunt named Tiana Crownguard who shows up in some other pieces of stuff. Uh, they kind of add in this, this bit that Garen's uncle... I guess Garen and Lux's mm. uncle was killed by a mage when they were young, and that's part of what kind of puts him on like an anti-mage slant. I guess I think, he I doesn't mean, he even get a been, name. He would have been anyway, yeah, right? Exactly. He's an anti-mage. We really didn't. <laughs> yeah, I find it really weak because <laughs> yes. like, he doesn't. He doesn't get a name. He's just this uncle. He doesn't even get named later on. And yeah, it's, it'd be more in line with Garen to just fall in line. Mm-hmm. His name's Plot Device Crown Guard. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Uncle Plot Device, uh, no! <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Dead Meat. Oh, man. I wonder what's going to happen to you. My Gosh. favorite uncle. <laughs> anyway. Gosh, anyway. I think that's most like that's mostly it. He just, he, he's in the Damascian military. He's very skilled. He eventually joins up in the Dauntless Vanguard, which is like the Damascian analog to the Trifarian Legion. They're the best of the best of the best, sir, with honors. Um, and... There's, I think there's a bit of a conflict in the bio because it says that he, once he kind of returns returns home to start preparing to join the Dauntless Vanguard, he starts to kind of suspect Lux has magical abilities. But in the other pieces, it's it's kind of more mm-hmm. portrayed as he's always kind of known, like even when they were very little, and it's kind of yeah. repressed it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but beyond that, he's in the Dauntless Vanguard, and eventually he becomes the the Sword Captain, which is the leader of the Dauntless Vanguard. So he is he's numero uno. He's the big cheese. That's the bio. <laughs> yeah. There's some things that aren't necessarily in the bio, um, but are, you know, don't fit into any story and are probably worth mentioning. Mm. He is a close friend of Jarvan the Fourth. They mm-hmm. were kind of mm. grew up together almost, or like were in the military training classes together. Also a close friend of Tarek. Oh. Um, yeah. Before Tarek got his squad 
killed and was sentenced to the crown of stone oh which is basically just an order to climb mount targon but that was it's kind of considered a an execution almost um which garen sentenced him to what a dick fuck you i think it was that or just normal execution (laughs) (laughs) yeah but you know it's worth noting that they must have been such good friends that when Tarek was going through his little test on the top of Mount Targon, one of the things he saw was Garen strung up in front of Noxus, and Tarek rushed through a whole army of Noxians to rescue him. Oh, just leave him there, Tarek, man. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So going, do we want to go in chronological order here? Does anyone know what that would be? Okay. Actually, one thing I want to do before oh, we yeah, go yeah, through yeah. the short stories, because... This is no longer, this used to be in his bio, it's no longer in his bio, which is, which I would consider maybe makes it not canon anymore, (laughs) but there are so many quotes from champions that reference it that I also think it's probably still canon, but who knows? I know what you're talking Uh, about. His old lore, (laughs) (laughs) his old lore was basically like three or four paragraphs two of which was fully dedicated to his relationship with Katarina. That's right. Right. Okay. Again, Garen not starring in his own bio. <laughs> yes. So the f- funny enough, before I or when I really started just playing League of Legends, I knew a few things about the game. I knew Garen and Lux were siblings, and I knew Garen was shooken Katarina <laughs> or was into her, and they had like a forbidden thing. That was one of the only things I knew about the lore. So it's so funny that none of this is in his lore anymore. Yeah. So they took that out. There are, there's actually an unreleased cinematic, which I didn't even know about. Um, called Enemy of My Enemy, which is strictly focused on Garen and Katarina, mm. which is Garen kind of finally captured Katarina, taken her to back to Demacia, and they get attacked by a big monster, and the two of them are kind of chained together throughout the, the <laughs> cinematic, <laughs> and they're like, you know, they kind of become like enemies to friends by the end, and they fight together, and then, of course, there's like the, the classic katarina double cross where she like chains them <laughs> to a tree and then gets away and mm-hmm. they give each other a, a little wink as they go away mm-hmm. but it was never ended up being released but there are a bunch of like in progress videos of it if you want to oh. see it additionally uh there are the existing kind of quotes that that reference this um a bunch of characters talk to katarina and garen i know Jin mentions your finale will be a duet. And Tom Kench tells him, you live by a code that'll never let you get what you want. Let me take you to her. And Maokai says, stop carving words into my bark. Everyone knows G loves K. <laughs> That's funny. Um, I feel like this would make him more interesting because what, what like makes Garen so uninteresting to me is how close-minded he is. And like how stubborn he is about it he's just like mage bad and like it he occasionally lets in a little bit of leeway for lux but even then he's like oh gross mage so i feel like him having a bit of a connection to a mage and then a connection to someone outside of demacia noxus which they think is like all pure evil would be like oh hey maybe i'm wrong (laughs) right yeah i would have loved to have seen that like in the novella yeah. He's like, wait, which Noxian force is this again? <laughs> that would be great if she had shown up just as like a little cameo and he she caught his eye. I think it would be great because mm-hmm. it would help put him in a similar place to Lux in terms of having something to hide, right? And having to start kind of yeah. grapple with that. It's not like the most original thing, the star-crossed lovers thing, but that's okay. No, no. We can, like, always, we can hey, have... Hey, there's a reason. Those... It works. <laughs> there's a that's reason true. people keep doing it. 
Yeah. And I think it could be really fun. But I don't know why it's just not around anymore. Yeah. I they, don't know if Riot... I think feel like Riot doesn't know what it wants to do with that. They... Well, I, I also thought that, but... Mm. They also have interactions in Legends of Runeterra, so they're oh. continuing yeah. this even moving forward. Huh. I wonder if they just wanted to take it out of the timeline that exists now, and maybe it happens later. That's what I think, is that they've kind of, because yeah. it used to be so much that, you know, Demacia and Noxus were just constantly like this, and I think they've kind of kind of pulled some of that back, right? Mm-hmm. So what we're seeing, like, in the novella is kind of the reigniting of conflict, so yeah. maybe we'll see that in future lore, which I would like, yeah, I hope. That'd be nice. Also, Katarina doesn't have a ton of lore. I looked through some of her shit to see if Garen oh. shows up and he doesn't. So okay. maybe, you know, she's kind of untouched too. So hmm. that could be interesting. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Anywho, I guess now we can move to the side story. Okay. But. So which one is for? Oh, Mark looked like you wanted to say something. Oh, I was. I was, I was going to say you were talking about chronological order. Mm-hmm. Um, the way I read these was, that I think Soldier in the Hag can kind of happen whenever. I yeah. assume before the Troubles. Right. Uh, <laughs> maybe that's insensitive. I don't know. Um, and then like for Demacia and then Lux Comics and then the, the, the novella. Right. Does that line up yeah. with y'all's? Yeah, that's where I had it. And then okay. I had Demacia needs heroes in between for Demacia and Lux, which Garen is only referenced in one line. But I thought it was funny. So I wrote it down. OK. <laughs> I only really have notes um, for the soldier in the hag. So I guess I'll go through. Go for it, baby. That one. Sure. So Garen arrives at this witch's caves to rescue one of his soldiers. The witch, this witch like steals people's memories. So Garen offers her one of his memories for the soldier's life. Um, she ends up finding like all of these buried memories of Lux using magic accidentally as a child. She takes all of them, kind of assuming that he's not going to know that multiple are missing. Garen's about to leave, but realizes what she's done. So he just stabs her he stabs a lot of people very quickly big sword boy i guess um and tells her that he wants the memories back for some reason she does give them back before she dies i actually don't know why she does this i don't know if it's out of respect or what but i would have been like no fuck you and like flipped him off as i died but whatever um she also asked uh garen why he even bothered with the trade but he has his own rule about not attacking people in their homes good for you garen i liked this story yeah a couple reasons yeah uh, to to address your question too, I think like they had established early on like the rules of engagement. She seemed to be very very big on rules and like following <laughs> rules, and she does immediately break the one rule that she set for this mm-hmm. interaction by taking more. But she also did it with like the expectation that oh I take it, and then they never knew it was there in the first place. So it doesn't matter how many I take. Yeah, might as well just take them all. And the deal was, you know. If either of us break the rules, the other just gets to kill him, and oh. that's okay. something that we have to deal with. So, seems like <laughs> she was holding up her deal. end of the bargain. <laughs> I'm open to that. I agree <laughs> with you, Rebecca. It seems a little, I don't know. It seemed a little like why, why like right, like why. And I yeah. now that you're saying it now, John, I, I, that makes a bit more sense. Um, but aside that complaint aside, I like this a lot. It, yeah. I guess because it's not the story I expected. I expected a lot more of what we saw elsewhere. So for him to come in and just have most, like almost the entire interaction is not action. It's him talking mm-hmm. and, and and kind of offering up these memories. It's like, oh, okay, that's neat, you know? Yeah. And uh, again, too, if even if the witch was like, ah, oh, fuck this guy, <laughs> giving him his memories back is the exact fuck you <laughs> that now he's got to live with that shit and i mean yeah, I granted it's something that he want. I, I actually liked that too where he was like i want them back i want it like yeah because he he mentioned the only reason he noticed they were gone in the first 
place was because those memories, despite them being repressed, weigh heavily on his soul. It's like a weight that he constantly has to carry around with him. And he immediately noticed when that weight was gone <laughs> and was like, no, it's, I mean, it's good, but it's not right. I need, yeah. I need that. Yeah, for sure. Also, also he's so polite. Yeah. Um... I, like, I like that he called her uh, the lady of the stone. Mm. She's she's apparently called the rock hag. <laughs> <laughs> he Great was like, that feels name. rude. Yeah, rock <laughs> hag is <laughs> The rock hags, man. Yeah, I think I like this because Garen has, like, the most personality in this story, really. I mean, even in the novella, we are hanging out with him for a long time, but he's just like, oh, military sword boy. That's it, the whole fucking novella. That's, like, just who he is. So in this, I feel like you see a little bit more of why he is the way he is, and he didn't run in there and kill her, and him, like, risking his life for the soldier that he doesn't even... He's not an important soldier, like, but to him, he's really important, you know, even if he's not a good friend. And yeah, all of that just created layers to Garen that I didn't really see again, which was disappointing. Yeah, I agree. This was, it's a shame that this was like the first thing after the bio. Yeah. It's like, ooh, this was kind of neat. Um, <laughs> I think Graham McNeil was the, the author for this, by the way, mm-hmm. on the wiki, not on the fucking universe page <laughs> once again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, I like that scene a lot where the, the not the Lux, the hag <laughs> is looking at the little childhood interaction between him and Lux where they had like a little, a little spat as kids and she kind of lets the magic go. And like her mom, the, the, their mom comes in and is like, that wasn't anything. You didn't see anything. And he, and you can kind of see how as a kid it starts to, like he's repressing these things and it's starting to kind of warp him. And I was like, okay, yeah, that would fuck you up, right? Yeah. If you kind of had to force yourself to believe those things, right? It's very frozen. It, yeah, it is frozen. Which sure, 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 yeah. Um, God, what? Galio. Galio, Jesus Christ. Yeah, with yeah. Galio. We're talking about that. And just, so, I don't know. I, I don't like their mother, Lux and Garen. <laughs> but yeah. her, like, force, or gaslighting her son, you know, for so long. I feel like the, the impression that I got, too, I don't know how much of this was her mother compared to Tiana. It seems oh, like true. Tiana has a lot of influence yeah. <laughs> on that family. Yeah. That's also true. Um, only other thing from this is that Helmet Bro makes an appearance. <laughs> He's the one getting his <laughs> memory sucked out. <laughs> I'm going to start calling him out whenever he shows up. Nice. I felt like there were like 20 helmet bros in the oh, novella. Yeah. <laughs> the, the extended helmet family was in the fucking novella. <laughs> they were all there and they all died. <laughs> oh. I, to your point too, I know I know you mentioned that like you were kind of bummed that like this was the first one after the bio and then you had to read other, the other stories and we didn't see kind of glimpses of this as much. I kind of liked this being right afterwards because then I read all of the other stories with this one in mind mm. like even though the stories weren't telling me that there were these i would like i kind of subtext read into a bunch of things mm. that weren't there because i had read this one first that's fair which, that's a fair point. i don't point. know if that was intended or not but if you do plan on reading the novella read read the the you know the soldier in the hag first you and, shouldn't uh, have to read a short story before a novella <laughs> but you're already gonna read a novella you might as well <laughs> yeah I also like that it's told from the hag's perspective for the most part, right? Mm-hmm. It's it, it starts out with just her kind of watching Garen come in. It's like, oh, who's this fucking guy? <laughs> Would you say that the hag Don't. is the main character oh, of, Demon- yeah. of Garen's <laughs> short story? Garen. Yeah. God, she is, huh? <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Want to move to Thor Damasia? Sure. That's also by sure. Graham McNeil. Yeah. I know I have a lot of notes here. I don't have story notes. They're all just like random shit. So if someone else wanted to okay. 
someone break down Garen's part of for Demacia. Sure, I can do that. I like how we both were like, someone else do it, John and I. <laughs> like, there's a four if anyone, person. If anyone who's here, all the people. Any, here. Anyone who's not me or John want to do that. <laughs> yeah, it's hey, fine. He's got a lot of AUs, all right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you got to save your voice on that one, man. Um, yeah, so you said by Graham McNeil. Uh, like we've said before, this is really a luck story. It's told from her perspective, but Garen does show up about halfway through. The setup is that Lux is going north to a town called Fossbarrow, ostensibly to honor her grandfather, but she's actually going to try and learn about her magic. Because it seems like the further away from Demacia you get, the more magic can kind of flourish. And she arrives, the magistrate's son is missing, and the people are like fucking terrified. And it turns out that when you sleep in Fossbarrow, you have terrible nightmares and you're just exhausted the next day. Anyway, Lux kind of goes out the next day, runs into Garen and some of the Dauntless Vanguard who are just tooling around looking for the Magistrate's son. Uh, there's a bit of tension between Garen and Lux where they're, you know, they're amongst mixed company, so they're 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 talking very light, but he'll like make a jab or two that seem to kind of be po- like referencing her magical ability a little bit. They see a commotion's going on in town. That's what happens. They see a commotion is happening in town. Garen and the Dauntless ride out. Lux comes after, and there is a guy there who has apparently killed his family and killed a few other people, and they think that he is like in league with the dark magic that's happening in the town. And the magistrate orders his execution, and uh, before like they can really clarify the situation, you know, Garen executes him, kind of unleashing this dark entity from the man. And, and all, all hell breaks loose. The whole town kind of falls asleep and these nightmares rise up and they start kind of attacking Garen and the Dauntless Vanguard. Lux rides out to go stop it. And she does. She's successful. And, you know, Garen and his, his team survive the night. And they seem to have stopped the problems in Fossbarrow. Um, but at the end, there's kind of an interaction between Lux and Garen where, uh, you know, Lux is kind of like, well, you didn't really... You didn't know why that guy killed his family or what he, why he did what he did. You just kind of did what seemed right in the moment. And, and Garen kind of has a retort of, you know, we're, we're beset on all, by, on all sides by enemies and we can't afford to, you know, make ourselves vulnerable. And that's why I do what I do, you know, for Demacia, right? It's like the last line between them. <sighs> I think that's mostly it. You can hit, let me know if I missed anything major for Garen, but... The only major thing that I would say, and, and this is actually maybe a question... Now, the Dauntless Vanguard, are we considering that all of the shield groups, or is that is the Dauntless Vanguard primarily shield group one? I th- I'd have to, you know, I'd have to go check, because they, they, they break it down a little. I think it is all the shield groups, because it's yeah. like the Dauntless Vanguard always has the same number of people, and it's like eight shields broken down into eight companies of 16 soldiers, or something like that. <laughs> it's something like that. Um, and when one dies, they immediately fill, one, they fill the, the space in the ranks. Gotcha. So I was curious, like, if if Garen typically took, like, the first shield with him wherever he went for missions like this, um, and, and if that was true, something I immediately noticed was all those folks that came with him on this trip weren't with him on the next trip. <laughs> That's a good point. We'll also come up in the Lux comic where we meet a few more of the Dauntless Vanguard. He takes with him on his little, you know, on his personal mission and none of them come up again either. Seems like there's a high turnover rate in the Dauntless Vanguard. <laughs> well, that is, hey, that is something that, that kind of comes up in the novella is that they have, mm. that has been a problem. I would say if we like, who knows, this is pure speculation, but all these people in this story are described as being very 
very fucking competent. Like they're heroes in their own right. So it could definitely be the case that they're still in the, the vanguard, but they just have been like they're in leadership positions and other shields or whatever. That would make sense to me, but I don't mm-hmm. fucking know. <laughs> I was curious if two of because two of them were actually specifically called out as being twins. I was curious if mm. they were stand-ins for the twins in first shield. They just love that, um, apparently, that little trope just, of just, just warrior twins. twins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, it's not specifically called out, but I'm pretty sure this demon was Nocturne that they fight yes. here. Oh! Yeah. Yeah, he's got a, he, he, he does the, the light is fading quote. Um, mm. Then they, they're fighting nightmares. It's, it's pretty, yeah. Nice. I, I every once in a while when I'm doing like reading a short story and I'm like I feel like this is a reference to something that I hope <laughs> John or Mark can tell me about. <laughs> yeah. uh, additionally, to we we talked about Garen kind of trading uh, a few barbs with Lux at the beginning, but all said and done, at the end when there's that giant like explosion of light and then all of a sudden the enemies that the Dauntless Vanguard is fighting disappear, and they all clearly saw the explosion of light in the distance. Um, Varya is like, what the hell was that? And Garen's like, I don't know. <laughs> he knows. <laughs> <laughs> he's got his sister's back. Yeah, I mean, he's not going to turn her in, which he right. proves several times throughout all of his shit. But Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. This was, this was the story I expected because all of Garen's yeah. stuff, for the most part, is him fighting these nightmares and I don't find the action sequences to be super engaging. Like I liked yeah. it more. I like the action more in fir- first shield. This yeah. it was very kind of whatever. So it was just For flashback sure. to Garen fighting a nightmare, and it's really just about Lux. Exactly. the The first shield fighting I think is very three hundred reminiscent. This was. <laughs> I was thinking three hundred actually. <laughs> this this I didn't like as much. Um, also, they used. <laughs> When, when the demon was talking through the form of the child, they used the term, a grin split his face. And in my head, I was like, man, that phrase always makes me so uncomfortable because I'm imagining like a grin literally splitting someone's mm. face, but that's never what they mean. Yeah. But then it is then called out like, <laughs> oh, and the grin split his face so much that it literally tore his face and he started bleeding. I was like, oh shit, that is what they mean this time. Now I'm more uncomfortable. <laughs> I preferred it when it was just implied. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Only interesting thing about this as well is in that Fiddlesticks teaser, um, when the two guards are kind of talking, they have a line about ever since Foss Barrow, the whole countryside's been on edge. So, Oh, fuck, so this, Mark. Nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I was, this whole thing did feel very Fiddlesticks, so I do like that it was another demon. Um, yeah. Kind of fucking with the town. Is that just what demons do in Runeterra? They're like, let's see who we can mess with today. <laughs> Parent fucking Lee. I mean, what you a know. good life. If I could right. be anyone in Ruterra, I guess I'd be a demon. Sure. Sounds Evelyn's fun. the sex demon, but all demons fuck, you know? <laughs> what? John, no. What? What Who's going to fuck Tom Kinch, man? Ew. You, I'm sure, you? Mark, it's, you could find yeah. someone. I'm sure he could Vor? catfish someone. John. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey. <laughs> We both went in different but gross directions. <laughs> <laughs> Not to imply four is gross. I'm sorry. I don't mean to yuck your yum if that's what you're into. Uh, so real quick before we actually get into the comic. Oh, actually, Which is there's... called Lux. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
No, actually, I'll I'll save this. This okay. is actually between Ooh, okay. the comic and First Shield. I forgot. Mm. Mm. So the Lux comic, um, I'd never read before. It's a lot about Lux and Silas, and just Silas in general. And it really gave me Silas's backstory. And I'm gonna try really hard. I'm very emotional about everything to do with Silas. <laughs> we just need to t- tamp it down for like a year and a half, or however <laughs> long it's gonna take. Long. Lock it away. Uh, lock it up. <laughs> lock it up for now. I guess I can talk about it when we get to locks, actually. But yeah. Garen's role in this is kind of babysitting Lux a little bit, um, setting her up with his best friend. <laughs> she tries to do. Which Tiana convinces him to do. Yeah. Like a baller move. Yeah. Like, um, hey, no one will. First of all, actually, I didn't realize that. Tiana knew about Lux until this oh, yeah. comic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was that was the first tip. And I do like that he's like, yeah, she's got magic. I can marry off to Jarvin. Then no one can do shit about it. Yes. So their whole idea is, and she's also been talking a lot of like maybe Demacia way isn't the best way. And he's like, how dare you? Our laws are the best laws. <laughs> <laughs> basically, what he says. Um, yeah, so he wants to marry her off to Jarvin because, you know, no one will uh, accuse her of anything if she's married to the prince, obviously. What else does he do in this? Uh, I mean, there's one, there's one pretty big moment in this. <laughs> the, the, the books? Uh, with Garen, actually. Oh. <laughs> Not with books. <laughs> Although, that'll be on our Twitter. That's all I sure. could think about. That was the funniest thing I've ever seen. Uh, when, he's, when he's fighting Silas, Silas has run out of magic and can't fight Garen. Oh, yes. And then Silas, uh, Garen swings at Silas, and Silas blocks it with his gauntlet, Uh uh and all of a sudden, Silas has magic again. Yes, So, and he even says something. He says, interesting. (laughs) And he's like, you don't even know what you're doing or like what you're up against. Now, there's a couple reasons. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, hit the potentials, hit the potentials. No, none, yeah. none confirmed. Yes. All still potentials. Yeah. Now, one, uh, it's implied his sword is made of kind of a, a type of, there is like mixed with petrocyte, which we know absorbs magic, yes. which Silas can then suck out, which he does in the temple later. Mm-hmm. Could just be that his sword is imbued. Holding, yeah, holding magic. Because it's also, impl- I mean, Garen probably fights a lot of mages. He's Damasian. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, I think... Uh, who is it? Um, Swain has a quote specifically about his sword that's like, oh, you don't even know what you're carrying into battle with you. Mm-hmm. Um, but <laughs> also maybe his sword has magic because he got magic. Who knows? I don't think so. I think that's less likely. There's a specific bit later on the next time they meet where I think, is it Lux even, who tells him, oh, don't use your sword. Mm-hmm. And so he grabs a different weapon and... And then Silas isn't able to get magic from him. Yes. Um, I, I like, because when we were talking about Galio, we had our theory that the Petrocyte's going to strike back, is kind of what we were thinking. So I like more the idea that Garen's sword is not on his side, <laughs> mm. in a way. <laughs> but yeah, y- yeah. Uh, the idea of him having magic in some way is interesting, and not a- out of you know plausibility because they also do talk a lot about how magic is inherited and lux is the only one in her family that we see who has magic so unless tiana does and she's hiding it which is a possibility or garen it's just like a repressed gene that maybe he hasn't tapped into i don't know yeah something like that maybe it's very minor some or something who knows right there's a Mm -hmm. lot of ways you could go with it it would be interesting yeah i'm curious 
Um, so this is also the comic where uh, Jarvin the Third dies. Uh, the king. We hardly knew ye. <laughs> <laughs> Silas kills King Jarvin, and Garen was like too hurt to really help. I think. Well, is... Silas shows up yeah. and finds King Jarvin dead. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And he's like, who the that's fuck did this? Who did was this it shit? you guys? And they're like, no, it wasn't us. Like, who the fuck? Yeah. I'm so, oh, God. This is so interesting. There's a lot of layers here. Not, nothing to do with Garen. He sucks. But but everything else. <laughs> uh, so who killed Jarvin, I guess? They all think it's Silas, though. Yeah. Everyone thinks it's JR, Silas, yeah. for sure. Yeah. So yeah. Garen's last part in this is towards the end. Yes, it is. Oh, he apparently had a line that John thought was the funniest shit in the world. But you I... go ahead and say what he does, and then I'll, I'll get into the line. Oh, God, I don't know. He just lets Lux go. Okay. He tells Lux to, like, round up the mages. Or he's sent to kill the mages. Is that it? The mages that are escaping? He's, he's like, sent to round up yeah, the Jarvin, mages. Jarvin yeah, Jarvin sends him to round up the mages, and he sees that Lux is leading them out, and he lets them go, which is kind of a big deal for Garen. Yeah, I think it's that and that he's, like, Lux full bore, like, Bolts, like to get yeah. the, the way clear so there's no there's no like repressing this shit it's yeah, yeah, right yeah. in she's, his face she's good yeah i think i know what line you have in mind john go ahead all right now i was really skimming by the end do I just you remember say. twilight of course when <laughs> <laughs> when uh do you she's remember like, twilight you've never seen it you're uh you're uh say and he's it. like say yeah. it mm-hmm. oh garen they literally have that interact garen says you're a you're a and then lux says say it <laughs> you're a mage <laughs> my sister is a mage yeah i think he and literally says Damascus. my sister's a mage <laughs> i was dying. i would love if he said you're a vampire <laughs> right they just like he just doesn't get they it they forgot to fix it Oh, yes. My favorite line. <laughs> and Mark did a nice panel on the comic for me, so we'll post it on the Twitter. But Lux had been like sneaking out and giving things to Silas uh, in prison, in the prison that he was in. And Garen catches her coming back, and she's trying to be like, oh, I was with my, I don't know, what is she part of? The Illuminators? Illuminators. Illuminators. I was with the Illuminators, and he says, do not lie to me. You've been taking books, books that are not for children. <laughs> There's so many things. Right. Fucking War so and Peace. <laughs> <laughs> this is way above their reading level. <laughs> his arms are crossed and he's glaring. He looks like like the like a football villain in like a nineties. There's like, no pictures rom-com. in these books. <laughs> like slaps his out. Nice books nerd. <laughs> No, Garen, Gaston, Garen and Gaston are just the same person. The book. Oh, it was so funny. Uh, speaking of books not meant for children. Oh God! Y'all should look at the cover of the second <laughs> Lux comic, and if you could get into Twitter and tell us what you think the name of that erotic novel would be with that cover, that'd be great. It is so horny. That's the concept. Super right there. horny. It's such a horny cover. I feel like I kind of remember it now. Like I feel like it got passed around and people were like, uh, Riot, what the fuck is this? Because Lux is just in chains with Silas behind her and she's got like this uh, look on her face. Chains of love. Chain <laughs> Oh wait, shit, that's a reality show. <laughs> yeah. That was yeah. a reality show that had like four episodes, John. <laughs> in like two thousand and four. I'll think of it. I'll think about it. I'm sure we'll come up with something great or the, mm. the, the commenters will. Oh, God. It was so, it's so, so Randy. 
But anyway, that's the comic. Garen, awesome. again, just really boring. Not a huge part of it. Yeah, I had a random non-Garen thought about this, too. Is like, sure. Where the fuck was Shivana through all of this? Is Shivana part good... of this? Who the fuck is Shivana in this? I think... She's like a Jarvan... She's like... Uh, like Jarvan fourth like bodyguard best friendy. Oh, yeah. I don't know. There's a there's a quick line where oh, does I think it's after... he Jarvan wants to bang? Probably yeah. Because there's oh. a line where where J four has been captured and Silas is kind of like has him out in in front of people and is like mm. railing on him. And J four at some point is like, I even you know loved someone with magical abilities. I th- I think that might be a reference to Shivana. I don't oh. fucking know. I'm not oh. up to date with that lore. Yeah, cause, well, there's also a part where Garen was trying to convince Jarvin to marry Lux, and he's like, there's only one person I want to marry, and Garen's yeah. like, yeah, you got to give up on that, bud. <laughs> she's just not that into you. <laughs> oh, she's a dragon, man. She can't... We've all been there. <laughs> so overall, a huge part of this conflict, and I'm going to try not to get into the Silas thing, uh, reminded me so much of uh, Azir and Zareth, just kind of that debate we had, um, which Riot really painted Azir as being the bad guy here when Zareth was literally enslaved his entire life and wanted freedom. <laughs> um, but there's a part in the comic where Jarvan says that his father wanted to help the mages, and Silas is like, he could have done it whenever he wanted. He was literally the king. And that, oh, it just it stood out so much to me as being like Azir and Zareth. Oh, no. I mean, it's like, like this is a whole, this is a whole thing. Whole thing. And I, I yeah. you know, I, it's, it's definitely much more, it's been treated with more care. I guess I would say mm-hmm. than the Azir Zareth thing yeah. because it's oh, it's definitely. more it's more about the the whole nation rather than just these two characters. So they're not hyper focused on like this tragedy that they were trying to do with Azir Zareth. <laughs> um, I feel like I mean it's a damn shame what they're doing to those fucking mages. I kind of wish that I think it's almost hard it's almost hard to to defend Demacia a lot, and I kind of yeah. wish you know there are pieces of lore I haven't read. I think some of Silas's lore helps kind of flesh out the fact that. You know, having magic is a big fucking deal, like in terms of what the potentials are for what you can do to people. But I don't know. It is hard to to to, to stand with Demacia. I mean, sometimes. I think it's okay. I think you cannot defend this part of Demacia. You know what I mean? <laughs> like sure. This yeah. aspect of Demacia. And I mean, we're saying this right uh, shortly after that new ruination trailer where Demacia is apparently the first to fall. So Riot might even also be thinking Demacia kind of needs to start over in a lot yeah. of ways which i think they do yeah, yeah I, I would agree mm-hmm. i think i would love if they did that because yeah. I, mean, I was posting this in our discord but i was like look mm-hmm. empires empires fall when a lot of shit happens at once right yeah. major rebellion demons popping off right fosbero shit and now ruination and just and then and uh, on top of that noxus yeah it's like yeah. that's a lot of fucking shit and i would mm-hmm. be i would I would kind of love to see Demacia crumble and like a new Demacia to rise from the ashes, right? I agree. Yeah. Like not I don't want everyone in Demacia to die, but I want the empire to fall. I think it should. And I will say I, you know, I know that there aren't strong feelings towards Garen here, but I would love to see a, a rugged Garen kind oh, of yeah. rising in oh. the ashes of yeah, this. Yeah, no, I don't want Garen to die. Uh. I think he, I think Garen having an arc would be super interesting. It's just not like not really happening yet. Is kind of where it is. Yeah, no, but that's brilliant. That's the best. That's exactly what that skin is. That's like post. That's like the in between, right? Where he's yeah. not. Oh, that's so fucking good. Oh, that's, that's my best thing. That's a favorite thing about Garen from this whole thing. Now is uh, my the head, the head that... cannon. But that's what the rugged Garen is. Oh man. Yeah, yeah, you could do that. You could have like old Demacia, like 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 think Roman Empire, where it's split in like Eastern and Western, right? Like you've got like old Demacia that still holds on to it, you know, and you've got like the new Demacia, where like Lux and kind of what the Illuminators are trying to do. I don't know. 
there's a lot of ways you could do it. I would love to see it right kind of pull the trigger on it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, overall, though, I'm not a fan of the uh, the oppressed people rising up against their oppressors and being villainized for it. I just don't think it's the hot take we really need right now. <laughs> and I, I can see how you could get there. Uh, you know, Killmonger and Black Panther, something like that. People doing it the, you know, quote, wrong way. But I don't know. I just, I don't think it's like... It's not the story we all really need right now. Yeah, it was a bold, it was a bold, uh, bold attempt. Yeah, but I don't know. I mean, they're not, I, Silas is villainous in a lot of ways, but they're not necessarily, you know, right? They do a fairly good job of being like, there is no clear hero and villain here in all their shit, which I like. Yeah, yeah. Except I, I, hell, they gave him, <laughs> they gave him a British yeah. accent, so. <laughs> And not Russian. Yeah. <laughs> That's how you know they're it's a true. villain. Yeah, right. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, uh, you know, I, th- I think I posted this on the YouTube comment, but I think this might be the most gray conflict they have running in Runeterra right now. Yeah. Like, even Noxus, as much as we kind of liked, we, we lauded the, a lot of the things they do, but, you know, I think we can all agree that they... They shouldn't be fucking conquering shit, right? Like that's Yes. But at the same time, you know, they shouldn't be fucking throwing mages in prisons and shit, just, you know, mm-hmm. out, you know, so... One thing that really, gen- like, generally appeals me to Noxus is that they don't enslave anyone. <laughs> like, that's just, <laughs> they got that going for them. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. There's, there's a lot of shit that happens in this comic that's about Demacia that's not really yeah. related to Garen. It was funny, because Silas has a bunch of great fucking faces in this comic. He emotes <laughs> a lot. Sometimes it's funny, but, I, you know, at the very least, he does, he has a wide range, and you said, oh, Garen doesn't emote, so I went back and started looking. That motherfucker scowls 24-7 this entire uh, yeah. fucking comic. I couldn't Reading? find one... <laughs> I couldn't find one fucking, like, image to show, like, oh, no, look, here's a different emotion. Nah, it's no. all the fucking same. It's so bland. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Angerin. So, we didn't really <laughs> talk about this beforehand, but do we want to just kind of talk about our feelings for the novella and a little bit about what happened rather than going through because normally a story we go through like what the whole thing was about um a lot of this was about a side character Cythera Cythera Cythria have we talked about her before who is she again she's kind of come up she's a a Legends of Runeterra character okay that's why y'all knew her I was like and this name sounds familiar um yeah about half of the novella is just her joining the first shield and not feeling ready and, and good enough. And by the end, she's like, maybe I am good enough. And that's about half of the novella. Yeah. Or so. The rest is told from Garen's point of view. Or Quinn's. Or Quinn's. Yeah, yeah. Quinn's was a pleasant surprise, actually. I didn't realize she was going to pop up here. <laughs> yeah, I didn't she also either. Has her own, uh, she has her own short story that leads directly into this. Because when we meet her, it's kind of said, oh, yeah, sorry, I was late. I've been literally running for like three days straight to get here. <laughs> So we get the short story of why that happened, yeah. and in which we also find out that um, Valor, her, you know, her, her birdie. birdie, does not trust Garen. Oh, interesting. But Is does trust tr- Jarvan. Oh. Yeah. Is it that he didn't trust him or didn't respect him? I don't remember. I, I, I know what you're talking about with the Demacia needs heroes. Doesn't respect, the, you're right. Okay. Yeah. Oh, shit. Fuck. Well, fuck you, Garen Dame. This bird don't like you. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I, I don't know. Do we want to kind of go through what Garen's doing? Sure. I mean, yeah, it's, it's, 
I, I think we like the really quick summary is they're mm-hmm. they're going out to go find Garen's great uncle, not his original uncle because his original <laughs> uncle's dead, um, who's the ambassador to like one of these independent nations that Demacia has a an alliance with, and he's kind of something's weird. So they're going to check it out. They go to check it out. Turns out it's Noxians. Noxians have kind of warmed their way in and are preparing like an advanced force. And then mm-hmm. Garen and his team have to kind of hold off the Noxians while Quinn gets out the message to Demacia. And she doesn't really, but luckily they get saved by like uh, raptors, which are like, they're kind of like griffins. I don't know. And everyone survives. Yeah. And they yeah. reforge the alliance. Well, not everyone survives. A bunch of people in the f- in uh, Garen's group die. Uh, yeah. But not all of them. Yeah. So <laughs> that's something. Hey. <laughs> Yeah, it is yeah. interesting. There's um, some good things happening here. I think I really liked... So, <laughs> Garen, they have to, like, have this fancy dinner, um, you know, to welcome them all and be like, oh, I don't know what you're worried about. The whole the whole thing is that his great uncle is dead and a mage has taken his place and is impersonating him. Um, and Garen's trying to, like, kind of suss that out and is feeling weird. I love an awkward dinner scene. I know that's very specific. It's part of the reason why I love Gilmore Girls. It's just full of weird, awkward dinner scenes. Really enjoyed it. It was very Red red Wedding vibes um, without quite being that violent, but just this, like, tense buildup of shits going down. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I I agree. That was, that and the the immediate action that follows in that banquet hall was, like, the highlight of the whole thing for me. Because, like you said, it's, it's Garen, he's not, he's out of his element. He's he's awkward and bored and uncomfortable, yeah. and he's and it's a, and there's that tension where you don't quite know who's like is the the king seems kind of crazy, but this warden guy, this like military commander that he's hanging out with seems chill, but now that other person saying that 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 military commander's not chill, and Garen just doesn't <laughs> have the head for it, and he's even remembering that like I think it was Tiana saying like you need to learn how to do this shit if you're ever gonna actually you know be a leader because you have to know how this shit works and he doesn't like how, doing it there's like a moment where like the daughter like the i don't know the leader's daughter or whatever like starts yelling at him and he's just like oh, they're all fucking crazy dude <laughs> i just want to be yeah. on a battlefield or something it's so much yeah. easier <laughs> yeah i love his line where it's like i lo- he longed for the clarity of a battlefield yeah, like, yeah eh. that's great yeah um as far as the beginning goes, I really had a hard time getting into this. There's a lot of info dumping to start, and there are so many fucking characters in this novella that I didn't care about any of them. So they're having these scenes where they're dying, and it's supposed to be kind of emotional, and I was like, I don't care. I don't remember this person. I you remember Creel, though, right? Of course. He was the only person okay. I Okay. Sure. No, yeah, I agree. It, he was the, the first, Minotaur. Like, we, yeah. love, we love Creel here. <laughs> Yeah. He's a minotaur who played with children, so we all loved him. Yeah, yeah. You're, I love that he didn't die. That's what made me happy. I yeah, was certain yeah. he was going to go down. That would but, have been emotional if he had died. Sure, yeah, definitely. I, I, he got maybe the most characterization of, of the, the lot, but yes. I completely agree. The first like quarter, maybe first third, drags a lot. There's a lot of like naming place because they're they're sailing up like the west coast of Demacia to this this nation, and it's just like place after place after name. I don't, I don't give a shit about any of this fucking crap, right? <laughs> like, who cares? You know, it, it we're also, it, there's at the start, because we have Cythria's perspective, and she's like listing out all the different members of the first yes! shield. Like, here's their one sentence summary for what they are. It's uh-huh. like, well, half these people are going to fucking die. It's like a horror movie almost. Right. And you and- don't remember them. They all have like, you know, unusual names and stuff. And, you know, most of them don't have like a strong characterization, except the twins. I remembered who they were. And you knew one of them was going to die because yes, they're twins, twins in a fantasy novel. And, <laughs> yep. and the Hobbit really set us off on this path. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, so I was kind of thinking a lot in the beginning, and I was getting kind of frustrated, is, like, either take all this out and make it a story on the page, the universe page, or just go all out. Make it a novel. Write a novel. It would have been fine. I think they could have expanded this for sure, and I would have given a fuck about any of the people in it. Because when you're introducing characters like this, you have to do it slowly, and you have to do it in a way that we remember who these people are. You can't dump eight of them at once in a paragraph and expect me to remember who they are you know they have to have moments with these main characters so i know like oh that was the person who did this so i know them from this you know what i mean hess was pretty memorable i'd say too yeah because he he was memorable because he was a dick and he was a dick yeah (laughs) and then he didn't even die (laughs) yeah but he did try (laughs) he he tried to give his life for cythria yeah he was interesting but he was too damn strong (laughs) but too damn rich that's true (laughs) yeah that money he stole no, I agree. The whole the it, the whole novel is novella. Sorry, is mm-hmm. okay. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of <laughs> um, how I was. It's it makes me. Cu- I would really be curious to see kind of what the creative decisions were around it because it like like why Garen right? Yeah. And my my best guess is that they're like, look, this is the first like really long piece of content that we're gonna put out longer. I think longer than anything they've got on universe, mm-hmm. and it. I don't know. I'd be curious if it was just like, we just want it to be safe and, you know, something that's not too long to be like off-putting to people. Right. And that's why we've got Cythria, who's a very, I don't want to say fish out of water character. Yeah, but a little bit though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's someone who, someone who's not super familiar with all this league crap can kind of <laughs> learn it through. Right. But it, I think it, un, that in turn kind of works against Garen because he's not the, he's not the protagonist of his own story. He doesn't undergo any sort of like change really or any sort of arc really. Yeah. Um, we definitely needed an arc for Garen. I would find, I'd be fine with it being a lot from Cythria's point of view if it was a bit longer and we could get more Garen and more of an mm. arc for him because having someone to introduce us to this world is a good approach, especially because I think what they should have done was tried to aim to make this appealing to anyone anyone who picked it up even if they knew nothing about league of legends but if you knew nothing about league and you picked this up you'd be hella fucking lost you'd have absolutely no idea and i think even if you are familiar with league but aren't familiar with the lore which is i would say most league fans probably right you'd still be pretty lost i think if you tried to read this yeah 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 i will say i i do think it's funny that you mentioned that this is kind of their their way of using cythria to introduce people to league because Cythria is also the star of another short story where she introduces people to the rules of the Telstones game. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> it's in that Realms of Runeterra book, right? Which I do have. Yeah. I didn't read it because this isn't the Cythria episode. I don't know how we want to do these weird side characters. Uh, I, don't I don't know. know. I will say I enjoyed it a lot. Yeah. I'm like, I'm always down for a good, like, 300 battle and that was such a big portion yeah. of this story was their their you know their stand with these few soldiers up against the the might of noxus mm-hmm. and they're stuck on a bridge and locked in on either side that was a really interesting setup i think yeah. that was good and they specifically even mentioned the you know the the 300 phalanx kind of formations which was mm-hmm. fun to visualize and uh i i enjoyed the way that that whole whole thing was written um, I'm a less critical reader for the record. <laughs> I just, I just, I just like to vibe. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I dug it. Also, are we thinking that that mage was LeBlanc? Absolutely. That's what I was thinking, right? Okay, yeah, there's a mage who pops up. That's LeBlanc. Well, she's the one who's disguising herself, right? And she yeah. disappears I love without that. a trace. They also mentioned like doubles and shit. 
towards the end um that a raven was watching them all with red eyes and i was like hell yes way let's go <laughs> that, i think was the up. moment i realized that i was hell on noxus's side because i got super excited <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Swain's pretty fucking cool. I'm excited I to get know. to Swain. Um, I, I agree with you, though, John. I, I mean, I think I said it earlier, but there's a lot of a lot of this is action, but I thought the action here was was nicely written, and yeah. um, I had a really good sense of like when they're making these military maneuvers, in the, even in such a, con, a con, confined space, like what what's happening. I can understand the geometry of the scene, and I can picture it, and it's 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 flowing kind of fast enough and compelling enough that I'm into mm-hmm. it. And there's a f- couple things where like like. In that um, that banquet hall scene, like Garen comes off as a fucking unit. He like he like elbows somebody's <laughs> helmet and like he he elmo, he elbows a helmet, bro, and like dents the fucking helmet in. And he like fucking stomp kicks somebody over a table and like snatching like halberds out of people's hands. It's like yeah, all right, Garen pretty fucking cool here. Right? <laughs> Quinn was pretty fucking cool. She oh, shot about Quinn. a million necks. Yeah, <laughs> I loved Quinn in this. I really liked her parts. Um, yeah, I really I, I I'm excited to get to Quinn because. Damasia is very close-minded in a lot of ways, but Quinn's one of the few Damasians who's like really been outside of Damasia and has seen everything almost. Yeah. So yeah. I'm interested. To yeah, kind definitely. Of see her thoughts on everything. <laughs> but yeah, that's yeah. kind of the novella and kind of what's going on there. I mostly liked it. I'm not really sure how I feel overall. Yeah. <laughs> about it, it. How much was it? It was pretty cheap. It was like five dollars, right? At, at most, I think it was four. Maybe yeah. $4 so you Amazon. know, yeah. If you think you dig it pretty cheap on amazon yeah i mean I, I definitely hope that riot does this again and tries this again with a different character maybe um and i'd say go big man go big riot just write a book like it doesn't have to be a novella i think you can go deeper yeah. and write something longer look at how many like star wars novels there yeah, are and like yeah. magic the gather halo mm-hmm. like yeah. you can do it <laughs> and and you yeah. want people to be able to just pick this up like people can pick up like the witcher books and yeah. having never played or seen the witcher I mean, they're much older than the show. Um, and they'll just fall into it. It's fine. Um, and I definitely think you could do that here. Make it appealing to just anyone who, who sees it. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, I, I agree. This is a, a pretty solid first, like the first foray into this longer form stuff. But I absolutely agree. Something much longer would probably serve them well. Maybe yeah. even an MMO. <laughs> um, who wrote this, by the way? I didn't. Was this uh, it is. Anthony Reynolds Lay, who has shown up a lot earlier. I think I remember him so. with uh, Shurima type stuff, like maybe a Mumu. Um, I think he did Nasus for sure, but that name yeah. has shown up some. Did we want to uh, hop into some cinematics? Sure. John, sure. take it away. I'm going to lean back. He's in <laughs> several cinematics. Uh, he's in Before Glory. We talked about this with Fiora. You know, it's basically a bunch of kids practicing in the. Demacian practice field pretending to be their heroes Garen and Fiora and then Garen and Fiora show up and show them all about how they shouldn't fight for glory they should just fight to be little badasses and then they go fight a dragon (laughs) I did like that the bridge that shows up in this also shows up in that that ruination Demacia trailer because I've never seen it elsewhere so I guess they've just got the art right they're just like fuck it just use this but but still (laughs) yeah nice touch uh, he's also part of Legends Never Die, which is like my favorite Worlds theme mm. ever. He's one of the three featured champions in this one. It's got a very kind of like Naruto Rock Lee vibe, where it's got like <laughs> Ash, Lee Sin, and Garen all like just 
training themselves to the bone to be the best of the best of the best. And we kind of see them all starting from when they're young and weak. And then at the end, they're all big and powerful. And Garen is leading the what I assume is the first shield into a, a massive battle. And he's just wrecking folks. This yeah. just remind, remind me of something I was thinking about is just how Garen... I really want him to get out of Demacia. I think that would improve him a lot, and I'm curious what that would look like. Because I'm thinking about him like in terms of how would he feel about Ash? I feel like he and Ash would get along very well. I feel like they have a lot of the same mentalities, but she uses magic. And I don't know. I feel like he just needs to be in this world and be like, hey, look, Garen, it's okay. <laughs> I don't want to keep bringing Six of Crows into this. John! <laughs> <laughs> but, but hear me out here. You know that you know that guy who was brought up in the nation of people who hate mages. Mm-hmm. That's fucking yeah. Garen, and that's what it's Garen true. could be yeah. if he got out of Demacia. Mm-hmm. It's true. Yeah. What's his name? Because I'm Mateus. Mateus. Yeah. Mateus from Six of Crows, or if you're on Netflix, you know the Shadow of uh, Shadow uh, and Bone. Shadow and Bone. Like that's Garen if he were ever to get out of Demacia. <laughs> Demacia. Yeah. Well, There's a lot of good Fuck potential yeah. there. Uh, so he's all, he's also part of the so he's part of the warrior cinematic old and new old <laughs> he's just kind of like a figure in the clouds but in the new one he's a kind of pivotal role which takes place after the Lux comic so yeah yeah this one Silas is attacking what I what I assume is kind of a Demacian outpost in the north or in Freljord somewhere like that somewhere cold and snowy Garen gets his ass kicked Garen does get his ass kicked <laughs> fighting against Silas once again Garen forgets all of the lessons right. he learned from their last encounter <laughs> right. takes his sword up against Silas and Silas steals the magic uses it against Garen and it's up to Lux to save the day by summoning Gallio. <laughs> yeah. You know, Amen. fool me once. Shame on right? you, Silas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, real quick about Gallio. Uh, in that Lux comic, we see that the whole Petrocyte, him coming to life thing was like an intentional design from Durant, Durand. Durand, Durand. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just a little thing. That's true. Mm-hmm. <sighs> now, he's also in A Twist of Fates, which, while not canon, he's got a cool bit in this where he's fighting Katarina. His mm. lady also ends up fighting Trindomir at some point, stabs him straight through the chest, and Trindomir's just like, that all you got, brah? I don't feel like that's canon anymore. <laughs> I feel like Trindomir can get stabbed through the chest. Uh, he goes into his endless rage where he becomes undying. Yeah, that's in the game. Is that like in the... <laughs> I don't this know. was also this was also Demon Blade Trindomir, to be clear. Oh, it was okay. not base Trindomir skin, so, you know... Which is weird. I feel like we don't have a lot of skin show up in cinematics <laughs> where everything else was canon at the time. But True. yeah, it was it was actually I think right when Demon Blade came out, so there was a lot of hype around it. You got to strike while the iron's hot, you know. Exactly. <laughs> uh, he's also in the Tellstones cinematic. He's just kind of playing, you know, playing Tellstones. We'll have to play that one of these days. <laughs> Right? I don't know Just when, once. but... <laughs> now he's also... Okay, this is... This one's a stretch. Is it just his sword? Is <laughs> no, his sword I've and got, something I've got a list of it. I've got a list of the, Okay, if you want to know, his sword is featured in John, Represent and Rise, but that's already, not this. It's already so long. You that's haven't not, even gotten to the age yet. He's in Welcome to the Odyssey uh-huh. cinematic. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so he does. he's not part of the skin line. He does not have an Odyssey skin, 
but Yasuo is reading a romance novel in this cinematic called The Storm and the Saber, which has a picture of Rogue Admiral Garen and Bilgewater Katarina on the cover. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah. Wow, 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 wow. So that's still canon then. Wow. Yeah, absolutely. Gary and Katarina. Yeah, come on, Riot. <laughs> uh, it's also part of Ultra Combo. This was like a 2019 arcade cinematic for his Miami Vice mm. or Hotline Miami. Whatever wow. Miami's type theme you want to go with here, Garen. <laughs> I fucking love those skins. I want more of them. It's so good. And if you choose the skin for the record, I don't know if you ever have. Lucian's got one too. Mm-hmm. That that like music plays at the beginning of the match. It's very fun. Uh, he's also in uh, Dawn by Raid. Now this was an Academia cinematic, which was only released in Brazil. Uh, but. Caitlin is in it too. I didn't go over it for her because I didn't even know about this at the time. But it's actually a pretty badass cinematic, which is, uh, you know, it's cool, cool fighty bits. <laughs> uh, last one is the Battle of the God Kings, which we went over for Darius. It's a big, it's a big tease cinematic where it looks like there's going to be a big cool fight, and then the cinematic ends right before the fight starts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> All right, moving on to AUs. You got this, honey. Now, he's part of Battle Academia, kind of like we mentioned with the cinematic. Now, this is set in a world where champions go to school uh, that cultivates the next generation of superheroes. Uh, so this skin line separated into two schools, Durandel and Labrys, though the lore has like an additional three, Amrita, Babylon, and Sharur, which are all named after mythological weapons. Uh, the academies themselves are built around these giant titanic like sentient god weapons and uh, Garen who is referred to as brother to Lux in quotes in this lore <laughs> that's how little they give a shit uh, Garen is the only biological child of his family but was neglected from an early age as his parents spent all their time developing the god weapon fragment that would one day become their daughter Lux as he vented his anger in increasingly delinquent ways, Labrys sought him out for enrollment, where he eventually joined the Battle Club. This is kind of an interesting take on Garen that I want to learn more about. <laughs> well, everyone's paying attention to Lux, so I'm going to be a delinquent and act out. Hmm. I like that. Yeah. yeah. Reminds me of uh, Klaus from Umbrella Academy, almost. I can't help you there. I'm sorry. Nope. Nope. Uh, well... <laughs> Apparently it's too deep a cut for our folks here. <laughs> a main character from Umbrella Academy. Uh, so he's also part of Burning Tides, set around the port city of Bilgewater. All of the champion skins are just directly related to Bilgewater. And this is where Rogue Admiral Gadmer... Rural Jor... The Rogue Admiral Garen comes from... A faded bounty poster from the Damasian Naval Authorities notes that Admiral Garen is a deadly adversary and should be engaged with caution, lest he cut off your head and send it back to the capital. Each year, the Damasian Naval Authorities receive a disconcerting number of human heads. This is one of Riot's thirstier skins, I would say. <laughs> yes, it is. And in fact, like I think all of the champions that are part of this skin line, including like Aatrox, who's a hammerhead mm, shark, still so thirsty hot, as fuck. I don't know. Yeah, that's a hot skin from Aatrox. Is Phil Six a part of this one, or or no? All so right, he, listen. Maybe he's the exception. <laughs> Mark, he's, he's not part of. 
<laughs> he's part of Bilgewater, yes, but not part of the horny skin line. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. But, Speak for yourself. <laughs> but yeah, this is the same one that Fiddle Me Timbers is part of. Oh, such a good name. So, uh, so he's also part of Mecha Kingdoms. Uh, now, these great kingdoms warred for generations until the arrival of a new enemy. To fight back, they're blessed with gifts from the heavens. Will they rise above their past to save their future? And Garen actually has two skin lines here. He's got the regular Mecha Kingdom and the Prestige. So once a ruthless warlord, Garen led his armies to victory after victory, laying the foundations for the Vercentia Kingdom. When the Leviathans appeared out of nowhere, he opted to put aside his dream of uniting all of the great kingdoms under his rule, and instead march his newly fashioned Avalon alongside his former enemies for the sake of humanity. Avalon, I think, in this reality is kind of like a giant robot but oh. yeah and then his prestige one having been elected the leader of the united great kingdoms garen will stop at nothing until the safety of his people is ensured armed with an avalon upgraded to the teeth he stands at the forefront of the mightiest warriors from across the land determined to lead them into battle until the leviathans are no more now we've got a bunch of au's to go through still but even just these like handful way more fucking interesting yeah yeah, Reformed Warlord Garen is an interesting take on Garen. <laughs> maybe that'll be, you know, post uh, Demacian Fall. Oh, that'd be nice. You know? Yeah, maybe. Now, he's also part of Warring Kingdoms, where rival empires vie for power as they attempt to unify the lands, while brave warriors and stoic generals test their skill against the greatest heroes of the era. Uh, so this is Warring Kingdoms Garen. Brave guardian of Azir's ancient fortress, Garen is a mighty warrior who charges fearlessly into even the most hopeless battles. He fights for the glory of his ruler and the safety of his people, a powerful, if headstrong, force for justice. So I guess we know where he falls on the uh, the Azir, Zareth side of things. <laughs> this is different. This is different. <laughs> this is different. Uh, he's also part of Commando. Where he's naked. He's naked. <laughs> Most commandos excel at amphibious attacks and military paragliding. This one spins very fast towards things <laughs> while holding a giant sword. It's basically the same. I was really hoping he would do his spinny move in a novella. I know it's not practical and it would never happen, but come on, man. They reference it. Yeah, they, they it's have, a little they more... They have him spinning, but it's... It's oh. very subtle because you, yeah, you yeah. can't twirl around like a ballerina. Yeah, they made it more practical. So says you, Mark. <laughs> that's fair. That's a fair point. Y'all never seen them whirling dervishes? <laughs> that's true. That's fair. That's fair. People Spoke are riding raptors soon. at the end to save people. Come on. Uh, he could spin around. <laughs> It'll be like that Highlander movie we just watched. Oh, my God. <laughs> Anywho, he's also part of Dread Knights. Set in an alternate Freljord, it features champions as part of an undead knight order. Dread Knight Garen, once a valiant hero, he fell to the promise of power great enough to save his land. Now, twisted by the corrupting magic of his master, he commands the frozen legions in their march upon the living. Only desolation remains in his wake. I always, like, look up the skins while you're doing this so I can look at them. This one's so stupid. <laughs> it doesn't look as cool as the story makes him sound. He has the biggest shoulder plates ever. They go above his head. Please look this up. Please yeah. look up Dread Knight Garen like, right now. Garen's Yo. always got unrealistically large pauldrons, but, like, these ones are intense. Is that what Yo, you want to see big nerd? pauldrons, you should check out Tiana. She got some oh, yeah. big fucking pauldrons. It's, like, comically Who? big. and the, uh, Tiana. 
Oh, in the comics. It must be a family thing. Or just like the higher ranks you get in Demacia, the bigger your (laughs) poultrons are. Do you think that maybe the crown guards just have really weak shoulders? Like that's their Achilles heel. Maybe he... Yeah, I was going to say, in the novel, that's where he catches one at the end, like the big end fight, right in the shoulder pauldron. I will say, though, real quick, I really didn't like that end fight. We were liking a lot of the action pieces, but going back to the novella for just a second, him, like, getting up, it was just so unrealistic and so, like... I don't know, Deus Ex Machia a little bit. Um, like where he's fighting the guy. With a hammer. Yeah, a bunch of times. And he definitely should have lost that fight. But he's like, oh, he finds some inner strength and wins very suddenly. Yeah, I don't did know. you? I, I mean, like it. <laughs> not just completely sidetracked, but did you also kind of feel that way about like the Raptors showing up to save the day at the end? I know they referenced them earlier. Yeah, yeah they did try to reference them. I wish we would have gotten a little, a little bit more, another step between they saw the Raptors and thought they were cool, and the Raptors were saving them in the end. I know Valor went to go get them or whatever, but yeah, yeah I would have liked... I know. I guess I just would have liked another hint that they were going to be there. But yeah, I guess something yeah. did have to kind of come in last minute to save them all, or they weren't going to get out of there. But I don't know. Garen yeah. just standing up after getting beaten with a hammer a bunch of times and killing the guy in one blow was... Rocky. Yeah, maybe he could have just stayed down, you know, and then just you know gotten saved. But mm. anyway, Demacians don't stay down. Yeah, anyway, back yeah. to the AUs. <laughs> also, part of Rift Quest, which is the one that's basically the tabletop role playing yeah. set of Rune Terror. Where I love all this champions one. Champions are D and D characters, and this is where Rugged Garen is from. Mm-hmm. Oh, boo. also known, also known as uh, Handsome Garen. This wandering warrior, an extremely original NPC, was created by Brom for his Rift Quest game. Garen eventually adopted the character as his own, liking the fantasy version of himself, but rugged. (laughs) Yeah. See, he he aspires to be that. That's what he'll be in the future. Hell yeah. (laughs) He's also part of Steel Legion, set in a dystopian future Demacia. It features champions equipped with Tesla-like weaponry. So this one's Steel Legion Garen. He's a steam-powered knight serving at the head of the Steel <laughs> Legion's vanguard. Feared by his enemies and respected by his allies in equal measure, his blade is one of a kind, a thaumaturgical innovation of science and magic overflowing with sparking plasma. Are you looking at the picture? Yeah, it's fine, but yeah. it's just, him being steam-powered is really funny. I didn't realize he was a choo-choo train. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it doesn't come across like I. W- I don't think any of God that would be great if VFX for that skin. If like he mm. popped his W and steam started like pop like yeah. blood crank almost. Like, I don't yeah, know. Was, <laughs> definitely like blood Chicka 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 demonstra. Fuck. Uh, it's also part of God Kings. God King Garen stands as the last scion of an ancient divinity and the final bulwark against the end of all civilization. He rules the vast kingdoms of Demacia with an iron fist, jealously protecting his people as a self-styled messiah while rooting out and destroying all who would oppose him. The celestial lion that serves God King Garen is a manifestation of his ancient power. God King Garen oversees the utopian kingdom of Demacia, and those who dissent are met with immediate execution. God King of Demacia oversees his people as protector and judge. To those, uh, to his worshippers, there's a small price for peace, their free will. <laughs> God King Garen's divine wrath is boundless. He has wiped great empires from the face of the planet for defying him, and his blade of divine justice is an artifact from an ancient war wielded by the God King to judge the unworthy. The last remaining threat to God King Garen's vision for his perfect empire 
is the Forsaken God King Darius. Woo, Darius. <laughs> <laughs> I know him. <laughs> <laughs> and the last one. Demacia Vice. Set in an alternate Demacia, it features champions in a style of 80s police flicks. Only two. I need more. It's true. As chrome eagles cry and steel panthers <laughs> growl, lightning hot justice is delivered nightly by Detective Garen Stryker on the neon-drenched streets. A black belt in Ionian martial arts, his katana-wielding cop pushes it to the limit with every case. For Demacia. Give me this novella, Riot. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, that's fun. That's a great skin blurb. Right? Yeah, I like that. That's good. I like it. All right, that was the AUs. John's got some fun facts now. Yeah, all I've got left is fun facts. Go for it, honey. I guess just his voiced by his Jamieson Price. And uh, his dance likely based on a Johnny Bravo dance. Oh. Doing the monkey. Oh, fuck. Yeah. yeah, shit. Although, pre-visual update, he used to dance to Bye Bye Bye. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. That's how you know uh, that shit's old. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and last fun fact. Oh, sorry. There's two more fun facts. But uh, <laughs> just out here lying. <laughs> Out of the 155 champions that are in league, only 21 of them don't have any AP ratios on any of their abilities. Hmm. Garen is one of them. Fuck. It's very thematic. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that's true. But I keep building a Leandries. Should I not do that? <laughs> not do it. Fuck. <laughs> get that. Get your burn on. You know all the all the Garen I play all the time. Right. <laughs> hey, please. <laughs> Uh, last one, before Jin was released, they had a teaser campaign leading up to his release that showed a bunch of like short, um, kind of like pictures of existing champions being shot in really artistic ways along to like this just musical like, no, oh. Garen was one of them. Oh, okay. And for for a while, kind of before Jin was released too, they replaced Garen's icon kind of on the website too with a, a vision of it that uh, I guess looked almost as if he was like a statue and he had been shot and there were like shards of the statue coming out. Neat. Yeah. yeah. See, that's how you do it, right? You change the skin. You don't delete them from the game. <laughs> <laughs> well, he wasn't actually shot, okay? So it's not actually canon. Oh, um. actually, it's not good. <laughs> Those are all my fun facts. I think we did it. Uh. Garen. I know. I've been dreading this one, and now I know why. Was it as bad (laughs) as you thought it would be? No, it was basically what I thought it was going to be. Just very dull. I don't know. I was very... I don't know. I liked it. I will say he was... He's very sword man. He's very military sword man. Yeah. There's not like he has he has occasional nuance to his character, but for the most part, he's military sword man. If you're a big fan of the military sword man trope, you, you are gonna love this shit. Well, you're I mean, gonna devour this. You can be a military sword man and, and have a personality, you know? And I yeah. just don't really see it so much here. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, 
you said there were like you fe- were finding parallels with Darius, and I felt that as well. And Darius is is a better example of someone who's got more. You know, there's layers to Darius, right? As we kind of went through, like Darius hasn't gone through an, an arc really either. He's poised to be to kind of start one, and. Yeah. You know, I, I don't want to go back to the novel too much, but there are hints in the novel of where Garen could start going with an arc, but they, they don't really ever jump on him. They kind of push a lot of it to the side, um, and, yeah. which I think is a shame. So maybe It was like they didn't want to do a big lore arc or change in a novella. Yeah. It was almost seemed like they were too afraid to do that, and you can't be. If you're going to have this, if you're going to have a whole novella or a whole novel... You gotta make something more happen. I need more of an arc. And I know they tried to do that with Sithria, and it was kind of there. But, like, you can't have a huge chunk from Garrett's point of view and not have him go through changes. You know, side characters having arcs is what makes stories good, too, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. Also, if Darius and Garen got in a fight, I'm rooting for Darius. I think, no, not even I'm rooting for Darius. I think Darius would win. Interesting. Very interesting. Well, maybe, you know, maybe because, uh, well, I don't know. Garen's kind of conflicted. I, right now, yeah, I guess. Darius I, is I too much, but... My reasoning here is I think that Garen would look at Darius and think, wow, what a barbarian, and just kind of see him in that way, which is how yeah. he viewed all the Noxians. He did admit these were big warriors. I have to be careful. But I think he would just look at him and, and think barbarian monster. Whereas I think Darius would look at Garen and know exactly who he is. He would know everything about him. <laughs> That's very true. I feel like... I don't know. I feel like Garen would give him the appropriate amount of respect for being a warrior, but yeah. I do think Darius would do whatever it took to win, that too. and Garen has his honor to think about. I, I don't know. I mean, Garen does have his honor, but, uh, you know, it's not like he's not going... At, it's not like he's not willing to fucking murder bitches. You oh, know? no, I'm saying... <laughs> if, it were a, if it were a fair fight, I think it'd be super even. Mm-hmm. I don't think Darius has no incentive to make this a fair fight, and I don't think his honor demands it. Like, <laughs> mm. Darius cares about winning the fight, and he's, yeah. I feel like he's out of course. It's just like it's all about winning. That's all that really matters. <laughs> and, uh, like, if he had to cheat, to, even if he didn't have to cheat to do it, if cheating would make it easier, I think he'd fucking do it. Why not? <laughs> why take the Why take the chance? He's got a lot to risk. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I don't no, think no. that one v one's gonna happen anyway. But <laughs> no. I was just thinking about it, you know. <laughs> no, yeah. I, well, I think Riot has intentionally played up the, especially when they were kind of Darius was much newer. They kind of played up the parallels because he's, you know, it's yeah. the the hand of Noxus and the might of Demacia, right? And mm-hmm. you know, they're supposed to kind yeah. of be parallel. I don't know. Um, I mean, Darius gets ruinated, and uh, maybe Garen will get ruinated. Maybe we'll get to see this. Maybe I'll be curious yeah. to see. I'll be curious to see what happens. The other thing I was gonna say is that. Um, the, I think it's weird that they kind of had the resolution of the Lux Garen like con like kind of conflict between them in that comic because it was just very short. Is this very yeah. it was over very quickly in terms of okay now he knows he he fully is kind of out loud saying that she's a mage and accepting it. Um, when it seems like that there's like there would be a lot of work to get to that point, but it kind of gets wrapped up kind of shortly. Yeah, I, um, I definitely think that they could have expanded on that in the novella, but again, they didn't have a lot of time and it was like they didn't want to go back to that because I think yeah. him in the heat of the moment being like, I need to let you go right now and I understand that, but he's still not accepting of it. I could get behind that because it was just like a very quick split decision he had to make. Are you going to turn me in or are you going to let me go? And he had like 30 seconds to think about it. So I think I could I could see that split decision happening, but I would like to see him agonizing over that decision afterwards. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And there's like I said there's hints of it in the novella you said it too. Um but obviously they 
they were busy elsewhere. <laughs> yeah, they they definitely could have expanded on that, but they didn't really have time, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. But that was Garen. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening. <laughs> okay, so uh, we are going to be streaming on Twitch this Friday, which is the 7th, 9th? The 9th. 9th, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the ninth at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It's on my Twitch channel, which is Beckworm, B-E-K-W-O-R-M. I will link it in this episode description, and it'll be on, like, the Twitter and stuff. I've been posting about it. But, yeah, we're just going to dick around in normals and play so badly. I'm really sorry. You're going to have to see from my point of view. I'm not good at this game, but I'll do You're my great. best. <laughs> I'll be even worse. I, I, I dare you. <laughs> Who can be the worst? That's the real question. Ooh. I'm going to do great. <laughs> Honey, I love it. I love that confidence. Yeah. It's the confidence I bring into every game, which is why it's I don't not, normally do well. It's not. It's really not. <laughs> the confidence you bring into every game, but okay. How, how dare... It takes a lot of confidence to jump into five people What you do a lot, that's support. fair. <laughs> <laughs> true, true, true. All right. Any final thoughts? No. Maglio. I will, oh, okay actually one one final thought mm-hmm. and this is actually just a random fact which i didn't put under fun facts okay. but god king darius has a response to uh nars taunt to him oh yeah which i don't know how common that is i don't think i don't feel that's, like i've ever yeah. really seen that before that's super specific but yeah if if nar taunts god king darius with his Damoglio? Damoglio! <laughs> God King Darius will be like, Damoglio? Damoglio? How dare you slander our glorious kingdom? <laughs> what a nerd. So he's a nerd in every skin, huh? <laughs> All right, well, speaking of Nar, make sure you join us next week because we will be talking about the missing link. Nar. <laughs>